What's good, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Fun With Dumb. Uh, today was rescheduled due to some technical issues. Uh, we have a, a fire guest today, somebody I actually know, somebody who's blowing up at a rapid pace right now. Stock is going up like GameStop, um, uh, like AMC or whatever stock you guys are investing in right now. But uh, it's been kind of crazy, and um, it's it's partly due to a very popular reality show on Netflix. Not even popular, but kind of historical because there hasn't been many all Asian cast reality shows. And you know these things are very tricky because even me, I have my feelings about how how it's going to be when there's an all Asian cast represented. And I'm not going to front. I have my you know reserves about this show on Netflix. Um, I call Bling Empire. Before watching it, I was like, man, what's this all about? A all Asian cast. And I'm not, I binged the whole fucking thing. All right. So that I admit that I binged the whole shit, Bling Empire. And I normally would not binge anything called Bling Empire, but I did all the way through. And it was fire. All right. And uh, this guest right here, somebody I've worked with, interview, uh, she interviewed, she's interviewed me before. Uh, her name is Kim Lee. Let's bring her on the screen. What's up, Kim? Uh, how are you? How are you? Great. Um, it's been it's been crazy the past what week or two now. Um, speaking of this, this is crazy. Didn't I interview you just exactly a year ago on MTV? Was that was that about a year ago? Yeah, it's been a year, I think, or a year and a half. Yeah. So Kim has uh, she's she was a host on an MTV on MTV Asia's like yo yo MTV raps right, but the Asia version of it, uh, and she was interviewing a lot of Asian artists. And now we're on the opposite end of this. Um, you look really good for the morning, like yeah. Oh, I got dressed up before you. I yeah. actually got a stylist to get this dress here. Look, I got to show you my dress. Oh damn! Look at you, ready to go to the Grammys and shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready to get my Emmy Award, baby. <laughs> let, let me ask you, do you feel like a little bit more pressured now to be glammed up everywhere you go because you're on the show where everyone's going so extra all the time? But I'm a, to be honest, which I'm, I'm already extra ready. Um, <laughs> but obviously yeah, right now that, you know what I mean? Doing press and interviews, they, they're like, Kim, we, we, we got you a stylist. I'm like, a stylist? Like, I don't need a stylist, but you know. That's um, amazing. A little bit, you know, but now, like, when I go to the store or something, I can't go without makeup. I mean, I could, but then I'm like, you know, more, I mean, I'll put my sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying recognize right away like that, but you never know. You never know. Right, right. <laughs> so I got to ask you, okay, let's just start from the top because I came across the show. I, I saw that it was going to be released. I saw the trailer. And, you know, obviously, I think mad asian people in general just always has their have their like they're always like kind of skeptical about like shows that are about to come out that are reality right or anybody not even just asians or any any community represented because they're all nervous like how are we gonna be how are we gonna look or whatever and i know i recognized you in it so i was like i'm gonna watch this because i saw you in it first of all um so i know you and I'm not gonna front. I was pleasantly surprised. I was pleasantly surprised because I thoroughly enjoyed it and was entertained. I think that's the biggest thing. Reality show is like you gotta be entertained first and foremost. Like there has to be all the factors of like a reality show, like drama, some trashy shit. Like you gotta have all the shit in it to make it entertaining. And you guys kind of killed that. Um, like. 
tell me how did how did you end up being part of this project my story is actually kind of crazy um so back obviously in 2017 um director of crazy rich asians john m chu actually um sent me a dm um, through twitter and he's like kim i got this role for you um i'm doing an all asian cast movie and at that time uh what was it 2017 i was on tour doing my djing thing so I, you know, I, I was just like an all Asian cast movie. I thought it was going to be something cheesy, to be honest with you. And I was like, it's, it's, it's probably whatever, one of his projects. Next thing you know, it this movie blows the hell up. <laughs> it was literally our Black Panther for Asians. Right, right, right. I regret anything in my life ever. Because I was like, oh my, I, I have the director messaging me. Not just some casting director, the director actually giving me an opportunity. And... I blew it off kind of. I wouldn't say I blew it off because I was just busy with other things. Um, but after that, um, I was kind of bitter a little bit, to be honest with you. <laughs> I didn't watch the movie until like months later. Right. Oh, and, but then I got over it. I'm like, you know, it's an all Asian cast. You got to support the movement, whatever is going on. And it's so crazy about like a year, exactly a year, Bravo came to me and all these TV networks was just like, hey, Kim, we want to give you your own reality show. Um, our president wants an all Asian cast. They don't know what the concept is. And um, I was like, cool. Um, I was like thinking, who should I bring on to the show? What's the concept? They didn't have no idea. So I was very close to signing with Bravo. So they told me, can you go and look for other Asian, you know, people? Because, right. you know, they don't know anything about the Asian culture, <laughs> the person speaking to, which was weird. I was like, you want to do an Asian reality show, but you don't know much about the culture. How's that going to work? So I said, okay, cool. I'll do this one time for you. I, it's so crazy. I went on um, Instagram. That's when I found Kane, Kane Lim. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know who the hell this guy is, but he lives such a lavish lifestyle. I went to Bravo. I said, you guys need to get him. Right. And they said, why don't you DM him? I was like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll do it this time. I DM'd him and he said, don't sign anything. You need to meet my people. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, so you have a TV show going on too. So oh, he wow. said, yeah. So he's like, I'm working with Jeff Jenkins. He's the producers of the Kardashians and stuff. And the minute I heard that, I was like, wait, producer of the Kardashian, Bravo. Damn, what do I do now? So right. that, I drove up to the Hollywood Hills to meet Jeff Jenkins and he put me on camera. He said, Kim, you are our missing puzzle to this. And next thing you know it, I was like, they were so far ahead with production. I was literally the last one they cast it. Oh, wow. I did not know that. And, and so Kane already mm -hmm. had this project going. I, I would not even expect that. So somehow yeah. like you found this dude that happened to be doing something similar to what you're about to do. Yes. And you joined the team. <laughs> Right. But tell me how crazy it is that out of all the people on social media, the timing and everything, I happen to find a guy that has a project going already. You that, know what I'm saying? That, that's wild. And the fact that like those two companies are crazy. You already Bravo's already known to be doing like reality stuff, but you got this producer of Kardashians. That is a hard, difficult choice. It right is. There. It was, was kind of like I, I went, do I go with these people that I don't really know like that? Or do I go with a production company that's willing to give me my own show where I can pick my own friends, people, whoever I want on the show. Right. You know? So it was like almost a gamble. And then I was just like, you know what? I I'm just going to go with them. And next thing you know, it things happened very quick from there. We we shot the pilot and everything. Next thing you know, we we're like, hey, Netflix picked it up. And I was like, 
oh shit, this is really happening. <laughs> I, I will say this, you know, mm -hmm. the way you guys shot the thing, you know, because I'm a big like video guy, watch a lot of TV and you guys really went all in on this shit. Like all the shots, everything was fucking glamorous. Like it, it was as rich as the people on the goddamn show. I was one of the first person I was like, wow, the production, the way it's shot is amazing. Like if I if I wasn't living in LA, I was like, wow, I would want to move to LA like at this very moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally the Lunar New Year like party just looked insane from the pilot. Really that insane. Like Christine Chu, freaking shut down Rodeo Drive. Like, I'm like, that's some next level. I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, that's why. So, okay, so you're part of this production now. You guys shoot the pilot. Is that when you meet everybody for the first time or? It was my very first time. I didn't know anybody, to be honest with you. Only came, but me and came vibe right away. He was just cool. Besides him being a billionaire, he's just very down to earth. And I, you know, it's crazy. I was like, you know, I like you actually. The rest of people, I was kind of like, who are these people? But, you know, um, that's one thing that's really interesting on the show, <laughs> as you can see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's talk about that because, you know, reality shows, there's a lot of stuff where things are sometimes over-exaggerated or the producers push a little bit. Like, how do you feel? How much of the drama uh, was, like, real or contrived? Like, how, like you know, honestly speaking. definitely real on my end i mean i wasn't there when christine and and anna and them shot but i can tell you much that i don't think i really get along like that that there was a lot of pettiness going on i mean to be honest with you like it was real well at least my end yeah yeah and and was was a lot of the other cast were they friends or did they already know each other from the circles i think um i think kane is the one that knows everybody he's like the glue to everybody he knows He knows um, Kevin and uh, yeah, they, they are, they're pretty much good friends, which is really cool. How cool it is to have a reality show when you w when you're all friends already in real life. It's really rare. Usually they cast different people and you're, you're like forced to be friends or whatever. So um, it was very interesting. I was I felt like an outcast, to be honest with you, in the very Yeah, I, I felt like you were kind of the the one person that obviously I know and a lot of people in our scene of like Asian like influencers and musicians kind of no, knew, you know what I mean? Like you kind of introduced me to this like the, the this rich circle of like bling empire, you know, how did you like the experience? I love the experience. It was crazy. It was actually I had doubts, um, you know, like any other person in the very beginning. I'm like, do I really want to do this? Because obviously a lot of people know me for my DJing and all that stuff. But it's so different, you know, like I, now I'm like, wow, I'm really putting myself out there for the world to actually look at my life, you know. And especially having my parents come in. Um, my mom never watched any reality show. They're not <laughs> really a fan of reality shows, but they're so supportive of me. And um, I'm, I'm just happy that um, I got to bring my, my family on, to be honest with you, to show the world how cool my parents are. And, you know, I am the way I am because of my mom. You your know? your she mom was ready for this reality show. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you that because she ha she hammed it up when the cameras were on. Dang, I was, I was so proud of you. Like, she is a, she is the star, not, not us. <laughs> That was amazing. That's amazing. I, I'll say so, you know, this journey with your like biological father um, on the show. I'm just going to talk, get into the show, really, because at this point, mad people have watched it. You know what I'm saying? But 
Have you watched it? That's what matters. I've Have watched watch the whole it? thing. I binged it. I told you. I'm one of those people that's going to interview me that didn't even watch the whole thing. That's crazy. No, I binged it. And I'll tell you, like, for real, I was like, okay, I'm going to give it one episode. Of course, like, I always give everything a chance. Give it a, Watch one episode. And I got sucked in. I, 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 and I, I've been actually talking about the show um, a lot on my podcast for other episodes because I just thought they did a good job. You know what I'm saying? I think people look so much about like, oh, this isn't how uh, our community is or not. It's like, first of all, there's all different types of Asian motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And and second of all, like that shit was just entertaining. Like they did a good job on that. When you say like the Kardashians producer hopped on to make this, like you can tell that. You know what I'm saying? You can feel that there was like a legit dude who hopped on this and made it. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel like what, what Jeff did right was he he took we have a little of the Kardashians in there, we have a little of the housewives in there, we have a little Jersey Shore, and it's like a mixture of everything, you know. But the trailer, I get it. A lot of a lot of people when they saw the trailer, they're like, Oh, not another crazy rich Asian. We're so done with this type of show. And myself coming into the show, I told Jeff, like, I wasn't sure about like doing a reality show when it's just about rich people flaunting them. I mean, like, that shit's boring to me. Right. That's but then, I'm not boring. So I was like, okay, well, you got me. I know it's boring. When was this filmed? Right before the pandemic, actually. Right before. What year was that? Oh, shit. We're 2019, in probably. So was it, was it like the year before everything kind of happened and shit? Before. And it got pushed a little bit. And we were just like, ah, oh, man. And then the timing wise, we were so afraid of like, you know, people going through a pandemic. People lost their families, jobs. Right, Who right. Oh, rich people flying their money well people so, people have said that said that but to be honest it's kind of like motherfuckers want to get lost in entertainment when like shit, people are going through shit you know what i'm saying so i don't really understand that argument it's like everybody will watch all types of other shit but won't watch this i'm like come on fam you know like i think it's kind of a stupid argument but um so I got to talk about some of the most more controversial scenes in this shit, uh, which which were already in the trailer, which actually was one of the reasons that it sucked, uh, like sucked a lot of people in. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, the penis, the penis pump uh, incident. Was this like all like it went down for real? Like you were in there, you freaked out and you were like tossed it out the window. And I, I didn't realize it's going to cost so much damn fucking drama. I'm sorry for cursing, but um <laughs> I thought it was ridiculous. Like it was my first time seeing that thing. You know, my reaction, what you saw, it was like I was just like, what is that? And I thought it was disgusting. That shit was like dripping and everything. And I'm like, what is that? I don't know why I I told Guy to throw it out the window. <laughs> that is the rip like ill. But then you know, like I said, Guy Tang brings this immature little 14 years old girl out of me. It's like almost in that moment, I was like, you know when you're with your best friend, you're like, do it. I dare you. You're not going to do it. And he actually threw it out the window. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't think he was going to do that. I will say and that. I got to admit, that is a weird reaction to be like, throw it out the window. It, it was. You're right. You're right. I didn't realize it until I watched the show. I'm like, damn, I come off like, yeah. I'm surprised she didn't kick me out right away. <laughs> and, and, and Anna was like, like, legitly angry, right? You know, if you watch the earlier episodes, like me and her, we vibe. She's just like one of those cool ass women that's been around. You know, you, you can tell she's just cool. And I didn't think she would get mad at me like that. So if, if you if you remember, I looked at her and gave her that look like, nah, you're not that mad. And then she's like, no. And I'm like, 
really? Like, really? You're really mad at me because of that? Okay. So, you know, and then the fact that guy was with me and he was acting like he wasn't with me, he didn't he, he did me up. So I was getting all this heat from everybody. And it. let me say something. What I did was wrong. And it's so out of my character. I would never go into someone's house and, and just go through their stuff like that. Right? So... It's not like I didn't want to apologize. It's like the way she came at me and the fact that she's older than me. I thought that was like, listen, I understand you're older than me. It was wrong what I did, but you're taking it whole nother level right now. But if you want to go there, I'm going to go there too. So I was kind of being stubborn, you know what I mean? And I was just really mad at um, everybody for just how they were coming at me. That's all. Is this the kind of world of like, um, you know, like some of the cast members on here, like, are you familiar with this world? Because I know you travel around Asia a lot DJing. And when you, you know, especially when you're a DJ in Asia, you run into some balling ass like Asian people. Uh, I mean, come on, Asia has some real, you've been to Asia. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of money over there. And this whole crazy rich Asian lifestyle is, I feel, I, I mean, I've been around it, so I'm I'm familiar with it. So that was like uh that that don't phase me you know this to me it's kind of normal like like you said i I dj in the club so i see guys that comes in and, and buy up the whole club they could buy the club they wanted to so yeah i mean it's definitely interesting a lot of stuff like they do on the show and people are like is it real i'm like no they really live that lifestyle like kane really lives on rodeo drive that's what they do every day <laughs> he's all like kim what are you doing let's go to rodeo i'm like again <laughs> <laughs> like they don't want to go dead. anywhere else yeah yeah um there's so there's a few ca a few people i want to talk about through you because you got the inside scoop um and this Maybe. dude and <laughs> this dude andrew gray uh you know the the boyfriend of um what's her name what, what's the homegirl's name kelly 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 yeah sweet girl this guy out of fucking nowhere, pilot episode go goes off on the fucking phone, and it took me for a fucking left turn. This that because it sounded so insane the way he went off on the shit. Um, like, what's your consensus on this guy? He's he's a red Power Ranger apparently in like the new Power Rangers and stuff. Is he growing up? I love the Power Rangers. I always had a crush on the red one. I'm not sure if that's him though. I was like, this is not the no red no no because there's I different generations of it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, Andrew, I don't have bad vibes really with him, but the cast has always said there's something kind of funny about him, you know? Um, I think Andrew is just that fine, toxic guy. And I, I kind of, when I say this, I'm not backing up Andrew. I, right. I think it's absolutely wrong to raise his voice at Kelly and, and all that stuff. I think it's wrong, but you I kind of was in her situation before, so mm. I understand. It's almost like it's sex is really bomb. <laughs> you can't let go, or or like or you know what it is. I think it's like when you've been with somebody for so long, like she has, in the back of your head, you you think there's hope for that person to change, right? And if you watch the show, you see that he does love her. He's just a very passionate guy. Aquarius, by the way, aren't you an Aquarius? I am an Aquarius. Oh, he's an Aquarius? <laughs> Fuck. Wait, aren't you're an Aquarius, aren't you? No. Gemini. Gemini. Oh, okay. Gemini is a wild too. I think Aquarius and Gemini are supposed to get along though. Soulmates. Yeah. I'm not sure we're soulmates, but yeah, we get along. <laughs> <laughs> 
at, at least the interview's decent. That's all I care. <laughs> Um, all right, well, let, we got some que let, let's throw some questions in the chat Twitch community here. Throw some, uh, we got a bunch of people in the ch uh, Twitch chat here. Throw them in. I'm going to keep talking to her, but throw some questions in and we'll like, you know, um, answer some of the questions you guys want answered. And up right uh, now, are people even up? Yeah, they're, they're up. They're on right now because we got a lot of East Coast viewers too. Um, but I was going to say, there's a couple things um, what, that stood out to me when I watched the show. Like, like that dude and that girl Sherry. Um, what's the guy's name? Jesse and Sherry. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm like, how is this dude not proposed after having two kids like already with this girl? Cause I did feel like that proposal took two. I mean, she proposed obviously to him, but that shit took definitely was a little bit sus that he had never proposed. Um, very unlikely for like an Asian couple situation. I feel. I thought that's pretty common. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was there something there, like something going on, like a reason? Like it just seemed weird that he would not want to propose to her after two kids, like out of wedlock. That's you. That's very interesting. You're saying that. I see that too. Here's the thing. I think it's kind of shady. Like you're so quick to 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 give a, your girl all these kids, but you don't want to put a ring on it. I see that, that's, that wouldn't work on my end here. Um, but you know, they, they, they love each other clearly, but I think that's, that's kind of strange that he doesn't want to propose. And it was kind of awkward actually watching that, you know, she proposed. I was like, Oh, is he going to say yes? He's, he's got to say yes at this point. <laughs> they, they definitely <laughs> built that shit up. They built that one part for sure. Um, uh, I was going to ask, uh, it was, uh, I was going to ask you, uh, just on a personal level with um, everything, like after everything happened, like how do you feel? Um, I mean, you were probably kind of in the dumps maybe last year about like not being able to do shows because uh, this past year because of the pandemic. Because uh, you usually perform, right? Like you would have been DJing in places or? I mean, people that follow me um, knows that I'm always in Asia. I'm every weekend I would hop on the plane and do a show and I, I never really turned down any shows to be honest with you. So obviously with the pandemic, it, it hit me uh, mentally, actually. I was definitely, definitely hard. I even broke down for, for like a good week because I'm so used to living that fast life, being on the plane, doing shows where I'm like, you know, and DJing is my main thing. I didn't, I don't have like a nine to five or whatever. So this was my everything. Um, when is or when are things going to go back to normal and you know it was it definitely hit me but then i i stayed it, it turned me into i turned into a more spiritual person this last year actually i started praying meditating and um luckily i have this project um bling empire coming out and it all it actually made i needed that break actually i needed that break you know i needed that break i was like okay what else do i want in to do in life besides just music and stuff so it made me close to my family. Being on the road, I never saw my mom, my dad, you know. So I think 2020, even though it affected a lot of people, um, I think it helped me in a very positive way, too. You know, I definitely miss doing shows, shows, live shows and traveling and meeting fans and stuff. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm a woman that wears many hats. So luckily, I have different projects going on. Um, 
But to answer your question, it, it oh, of course it affected me just like everybody else. Yeah. Did Did you feel um, like this? Uh, all the reactions uh, post the show being released was going to be this? Did it live up to your expectations, or was it even crazier? I was out of all the cast. It was me and Kevin that was so concerned about like how the reaction is going to be. I was calling the producers. I'm like, listen, like with the whole um, racism, with the whole COVID, with Asians. I'm like, you know, they're you know, most of our castmates are from China. Like, how are mm. people going to, you know? And um, I was like, maybe this is not a good time. And you know, there's all these doubts in my mind. And is really good to be honest with you Kane is the person that keeps us all grounded he said don't worry it's gonna be really good he's been the positive one so you know we we, we talked a lot during the pandemic and um you know um yeah I, I guess this was the best thing that ever happened I'm surprisingly it's just a great time because the show is making people laugh and cry right now I my messages on Instagram right now it's not even messages they're sending me paragraphs saying Kim um thank you so much um for being so vulnerable on the show, for for being so raw and real, like because of you, I reached out to my father. Because of you, I reached out to my mother, and I, I cried the whole way. So for me to get these messages right now, beyond so happy. Like I feel like because I put my heart and soul into the show. It wasn't just a reality show to go on and and, and um, make money and get fame or whatever. To me, I always wanted to be an inspiration to people, you know, and. Um, me opening up about my father was a huge deal for me. It was something that I never talked about with anybody, not even with my parents, you know. So I'm getting emotional talking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a huge. I mean, that part was a big, big like cliffhanger with your father. You know, um, I think that whole call and them going to visit. Did you feel like when Kevin and Kane went to go find your father. Did you feel like that was a little invasive or what? Like, I think people could take that up either way, right? Like they're doing too much or if this turns out okay, then, you know, thank you. You know, which turned out okay, it looks like, right? Um, obviously, um, anybody just to pop up to my house and without calling first off. <laughs> Second off, they went to get my personal information. Right. But... At the same time, um, looking at Kane and Kevin's intentions, I know they it wasn't bad intention. So to be honest with you, I right now because if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't even know my my dad's alive or or or, or dead. You know, so so um, yeah, I, I quickly I, I looked past it. You know, I actually thanked him afterwards. I'm like, you, you know, it's hard to find friends that are down for you like that. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it definitely put. I look, I look at them like they're my boys now. It went from like, okay, you're just my castmates to like, you're you guys are legit solid people. Like, I'm so grateful to meet them. You know, I gotta say, what I mean, what was your reaction, kind of finding out, not only just finding your biological father, but finding out that he passed away a few years. Does that? How does that hit you? Because it's like I'm like, does that? Do you feel down about that? That maybe you never had that, um, like closure or or do you feel like that was the closure i don't know mixed emotions in the beginning it's almost sometimes i ask myself is it better not even knowing you know but then i guess in the back of my head i thought that you know one day i'm gonna reconnect with him when the time's right um and like i said on the show you know i've always held a grudge thinking like well if he really wanted to he he knows where my grandparents you know, he could have easily 
reached out, find a way, but he didn't. So um, I matured a lot. And I was like, listen, I'm in a better place in my life where um, financially and everything, if, if he needs my help, I'm there for him. I want, I really wanted to um, con connect with him, you know? You cover you, all the checklist of this reality show. You got crazy emotional. You, got, you started crying. You had a crazy fight, uh, the, the drink throw. You had all the classic reality show reactions on this show over here, I gotta say. Um, I mean, it uh, it was turned up. I, I would say you definitely added such a, uh, like a huge element to this show um, that I really enjoyed watching. Um, I guess the honest, like, honest sides of it. You know, you were really honest with it, which I, I really respect. Um, uh, thanks for sharing that on, on the show. Um, I'm gonna ask some of these questions that I got trickling in over here. Um, is there any wild scenes that didn't make it on the show that you know about? <laughs> uh, definitely, yes. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'll give you some inside scoop. Um, yeah, there's definitely drama with me and another person on the show. It was petty, petty drama, I think. Um, there's a lot of scenes that have been on there. But hey, I'm not in control with the editing, so I'm just gonna leave that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say the uh, the whole beef with Anna and Christine, like them just having this passive aggressive flex battle with each other, was actually pretty amazing to watch. <laughs> I loved every bit of it. I was like, yes, Christine's my. I, I okay. I like. But I get Christine at the same time. She's cool. I like Christine. She's getting a lot of heat, by the way, online right now. She's getting death threats and everything. I think I'm like people are so mean online. I feel so, like I, I feel like Christine has like a whole story that we haven't really really even gone into yet. You know, like which, which I'd be curious to kind of know about a little more because I know when they were having that little sit down with her and Jamie and Kane or whatever at that diner she was talking about how she her her come up was kind of crazy we didn't get to really dive into that a lot you know no no I, I definitely heard some stuff where I want to see myself too but I guess we're gonna have to wait for season two if that happens yeah what's the word on season two any any word like has Netflix said anything no not yet our show just literally just came out about what two weeks now so um we should, I hope we find out soon. I mean, if we're getting season two, it's really up to the audience. It's up to you guys. <laughs> so, you know, cross your fingers and see. Have you been just slowly seeing it like day by day, week by week, just more and more people watching? Uh, it's crazy. Like we're like top 10 in Hong Kong and like it was number one, Hong Kong, number one in Singapore, in Dubai, in, in Nigeria. It, it literally like it's amazing. Um, the the reaction we're getting right now and people are really enjoying it you know and they're like oh, wow asians make the best reality shows i'm like yes exactly we do <laughs> <laughs> that you is know? and uh, people are like damn asians are messy they, they're like that you know i'm like girl you have no idea like you haven't been to k-town you haven't been to <laughs> what's that called line hold uh, line hotel <laughs> right right <laughs> don't let us like get to k-town <laughs> What was that drink throw to Kevin? Like, was that f some real shit that you just felt like you did it? Like, you just felt it at that moment? 
that's really weird because usually um, I'm a I'm a cool girl. I'm I'm not like <laughs> but I'll tell you why I threw that drink on him because he said that line. Who raised you? Right, right away, mom. And you know, you can talk, say anything about me, but once you talk about my family, you know how when it comes to our family and our parents, that's ooh, you just don't go there. You know, so right away when he said that, I thought that was just disrespectful towards my mom, and that's why that drink, you know, flew in his face. <laughs> I, I, I will say that that is a good point, though. Who raised you is a is a kind of a line crossing, uh, you know, statement. Like that's talking that is talking about your family in a very indirect way. <laughs> Thank you. You know, people. A lot of people online are not seeing that. They're like, oh my god, like she went through Anna's house and disrespected, her and she threw that drink. Like, they're judging me just because of that. But if you were in my shoes that night, trust me, you more than just throw a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, I, I get you. Now I understand. Because at the time, I was like, okay, Kim's getting wild over here. But then when you kind of stated it like that and the kid who raised you part, I feel you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take, take your side on that one. I'm going to take your side on that one. Um, well, I'm sure like at this point, like you've been seeing all your socials and everything grow even crazier, um, this past couple of weeks. I mean, like, what do you, I mean, what, what's next? Like, what do you think you're going to like finesse this into like your next thing? Obviously, hopefully we're going to get to see a season two, but, um, I mean, are we going to just continue? Obviously that DJ fee is going to go up, you know what I'm saying? That, that stock's going up. Oh, the price is going way up. Eh? <laughs> um, I believe, I mean, I've always wanted to dive into um, TV and film more, like I've said this before. And I feel like this is just the beginning. This is a stepping stone to that. And um, I'm in that transition mode right now in life. So um, who knows? You know, who, who knows what's going to happen? You, you better know? not. You better not miss the second Crazy Rich Asians audition, girl. <laughs> what's up, John? <laughs> I, I saw I saw that John uh, tweeted about your show and, and shouted you out as well. I was like, wow, thank you. That was so nice. Uh, he said, yeah, Kim is a superstar. And I was like, wow, coming from, you know, director John M. Chu, it, it's a huge compliment. So um, he he's, that made me really happy, you know. And um, a lot of celebrities are tweeting about it too. You know, I think people, a lot of people out there haven't seen the show yet, you know. Um, so... Like I said, we're only what second week now, so that's the thing. These reality shows are like a, like a real guilty pleasure, you know. And, and and one thing that I saw from your interviews with some of these um, other like media outlets were they were saying they really appreciated some of the more like heartwarming elements, like on a cultural level, um, you know, with the family, um, some of the tr old traditions that kind of conflict with the new traditions, which we saw a lot of, right? Like we saw a lot of the, um, uh, like the, the the having kids and what that means to like our parents. You see how much like parents mean to these grown adults. Like we're all adults, but we do worry about what our parents think, and it conflicts, right? Like when we're when we're trying to make decisions as grown adults. Like, I mean, you really cared that about like finding your biological father and what that meant to your exist your parents right now um you know my my stepdad is, is is plays a huge part of my life he he is my everything he gives me the best advice and um you know i made i made sure he was okay that that it's okay before i i 
while do that because the last thing I want to do is have him feel uncomfortable or any type of way, you know, and especially my mother too. So um, I'm very big on family, you know, besides the, the crazy Kim you see. I'm, family is everything to me, man. I guess that's the real Asian inside of me. <laughs> um, I, I, I love my stepfather more than anything. Like I said in, in the show, you know, you're all I know. You know, and when I said it, I, I meant that, you know, and my mom, too. So um, it's been crazy. <laughs> it, yeah. It's been a crazy. That's what's up. I mean, it's it's we're all excited. I think season two is definitely something that feels like it's going to happen just because of where like the show kind of ends off on. And you can just see that there's so much to kind of go off of this first season. Um, so we're looking forward to that uh, second season, Kim. And um, I appreciate you getting on this call with me, even though we went through a gang of technical difficulties over here. No, thank you, because uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of you. You you know, I got your back always. Like when I, even when I did MTV, I'm like, we got to get dumbfounded. How are you going to do a <laughs> Asian hip hop show without dumbfounded? Are you crazy? So um, thank you for having me. It's just so crazy to me. Like a year ago, I interviewed you. Now you're interviewing me. I <laughs> uh, no, no. I I love I love this uh, kind of. I felt like you know you were made for this uh, little this Netflix uh, reality show right here because you shined on it and you really kind of. I think I, I I know what they meant when they were like you were the glue to it because you did kind of really come and fit in nicely, you know, with all this. Yeah, a lot of people said they they love the show and they love. The, the thing that I love about me, what this is what I'm reading, that there's a lot of character development, you know, and and then I'm, I'm not perfect. You know, I laugh, I cried, I fell on ass. <laughs> I, a lot happened, you know, um, but it's been an, an amazing experience for me. And um, um, and that yeah, and that whole like comparison to you and like the Kardashians are coming back again, huh? Because that wasn't that a thing for a while right. early on. They go to the same plastic surgeon. And I'm like, first off, how about you guys do your research? Go back to my Instagram back in 2012 and stuff. Get her picture, get my picture, and right. then we'll have a conversation again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy because they've compared you to like uh, Kim Kardashian and Kylie, right? Like two generations of Kardashians. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kim. Uh, Thank you again. Thank you for everybody tuning in right now. Uh, catch this on Fun With Dumb tomorrow on my YouTube channel. Um, any last words, Kim, for all your uh, fans and people watching? I want to say thank you to everybody watching the show. If you haven't seen it, watch it right now. Um, you're going to laugh and you're, you're going to cry. And thank you, Dumb, for having me. Much love to you guys. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. And uh, when everything opens up, we'll go party it up in K-Town. Uh, where are we going blue I don't, where are we going come on you know you know where we're going you know where we're going pull up with the cast Put me on. <laughs> the cast is gonna the pull the cast is gonna come to cafe blue like come on we gotta go to a, a, a fancier place than this you never know but those are the places man they have no idea they will go if i tell them to go they'll go okay season two we're getting ratchet at cafe blue thank you kim appreciate you thank take you. care thank you. peace Bye.